That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. If it's your first time listening, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here today. Shout out and much love to humans. You're listening to humans music right now on the intro. Love those guys coming all the way from Canada. Got a bunch of great jams. You can check them out at Humans Music. Any of the major platforms, iTunes, Spotify, it's humansmusic.com, I think as well. Love those guys. What's up, Robbie? Always appreciate the tunes coming into that Sober Guy podcast. If you've been listening for a long time, thank you for continuing to support the show. Hope that uh, we continue to bring you something of value every time you listen. Uh, Share it with a friend or family member. And uh, keep coming back, as they say in the rooms. Today we're going to talk about time. We're going to talk about how valuable time is and how each moment and experience in life is never the same. Because everything changes. Everything changes. So how do we enjoy the moments in time and get the full experience of joy, the full experience of peace out of being in each and every moment and recognizing that we're right where we're supposed to be in this moment. I'm going to share with you a couple of ways that I help to ground myself and stay in the moment in times of uncertainty and uh, really just in times of the day-to-day grind uh, later on in the podcast uh, so stay tuned for that. Before, uh, But first, before we get to all that, uh, a few announcements for you. Uh, as many of you know, I'm back in the squat rack again. I mentioned this last week, doing a simple five-by-five five strong list program just to try to build my strength back up. I'm, I'm not trying to be an Olympian lifter at 40 or anything, but uh, at the same time, man, I was uh, I kind of got out of the um, the routine of uh, of lifting and of of staying as fit as I'd like to be through the holiday season and kind of into the new year. And so it's been great to get back into this five by five strong lifts program, which I've done multiple times throughout the last uh, five years or so, different sessions. And uh, man, it's been great. It's it's very simple and uh, it's really helped to to build my strength up and uh, and feel really good each day as I'm going into the gym. I've been mixing in with some CrossFit wads uh, and just trying to do some great cardio workouts and, uh, you know, between box jumps and uh, some jump rope and a bunch of air squats, even and pushups and a lot of body weight stuff, just trying to keep the joints healthy. And, uh, you know, in that some of you have asked me and, uh, you know, Hey, do you drink any kind of uh, thing to get you kind of motivated. Maybe it's coffee. Maybe you just drink. I drink a ton of water as well. Um, and like I said, the answer to that is yes. Like I tell everybody. Uh, and this morning on the way to the gym, and every morning uh, for the past month or so, I've been drinking a no carbs company, and uh, it's also known as Noco. That's N O C C O. It's a beverage packed with BCAs, branch chain amino acids. It's got vitamin. It's got 180 milligrams of caffeine. Uh, here's the best part. It's sugar-free and it tastes amazing. Um, it's made with, like I said, caffeine, branch chain amino acids. They have some green tea extract and four different vitamins. And it's also available in five delicious. I, I'm not a fan of that word, but the drinks are pretty damn delicious. I got to say. Uh, so you got Lemon del Sol, you got Miami, you got Caribbean, you have tropical, uh, which is uh, uh, one of my favorites, uh, and then peach, but they all taste great. Uh, all NOCO products are carbonated, they're sugar-free, they're low-calorie, 
serving size is 12 ounces in a can, so they're easy to drink. Uh, and they also have caffeine-free options in Apple and Caribbean if you're not into the caffeine, which for me, I like the caffeine. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're trying to cut out uh, caffeine out of your diet, out of your lifestyle as well, so there's some options there for you too. So for more information, to order a case of NoCo, No Carbs Company, you can go to noco.com, that's N-O-C-C-O.com, noco.com, and pick up your favorite no-carbs company drink today. All right, one more announcement. Maybe you're listening today because you're going, man, I really want to stop drinking for a while. Maybe forever. I just want to try it out. What is life like without alcohol? I have something to help you do that. We have a 30-day program, a 30-day challenge to help you quit drinking for 30 days or more. It's called Quit Drinking Dude, the ultimate men's guide to quit drinking alcohol and stay sober for 30 days or more. Here's what you're gonna get. 30 podcasts in 30 days, as well as some great exercises on each daily topic to help complement the podcast and get you doing some active work. Uh, Like I said before, just show up and just do work. We gotta show up and we gotta do work. And if you show up and you do the work, uh, man, It's an amazing thing what can happen, how we can change when we do that. So you get those podcasts, you get the exercises, you also get uh, some great support in our locals, uh, Sober Guy Men's Group. Uh, It's a great men's community on there, a bunch of dudes uh, doing the same thing, trying to stay sober, trying to cut out alcohol, trying to make great changes in their life, be better fathers, better husbands, better human beings, better men. Uh, And man, it's a great place to help guide you through that 30 days alcohol free. So for more info, and if you wanna quit drinking, dude, Here's what you can do. You can go to quitdrinkingdude.com. That's quitdrinkingdude.com. And you get some more info there about the program, about the challenge. And I hope you check it out because, man, we're getting some great feedback from many dudes out there. So thank you for that support as well. All right. You can follow us on Instagram at that sober guy podcast. You can join us in our sober guy men's group, which I mentioned on locals. Download the locals app. All links from today will be in the uh, show notes, everything we talk about. Uh, So, man, I titled this episode Time Marches On. Time marches on, and uh, I, I really do believe that time is one of the top most valuable uh, commodities, things um, that we experience, that we have, um, that we walk through every day uh, in life. And I've even gone as far as to say, man, does, does time exist? What is time? How does time work? And uh, that's I think that's the... Uh, the, the the part of my brain that wants to figure everything out and have all the answers and try to dive deep into this stuff. And at the end of the day, I had to kind of circle back to my own moment and just go, man, like, I don't really know, but I know time is so valuable and it, and it goes by so fast. Uh, I was listening to one of my favorite Tracy Lawrence songs this morning, and you probably don't hear that often. One of my favorite Tracy, I love Tracy Lawrence personally, um, man, just a great uh, artist, great writer, great musician. Uh, if you're not feeling the country, uh, hey, I understand everyone's got different tastes, but I will tell you uh, this song, it's called Time Marches On. That's why I titled the, the episode that today. Um, but man, it, it it actually gets me choked up sometimes when I listen to this jam, uh, just because of how real and on point it is in the description of through a story of a family of how fast this life goes by. Um, you know, and how many of you thought you'd be in your 30s or your 40s or your 50s, you know, 
I could never have imagined that I'd be 40 years old right now with two kids, amazing wife, just a, a amazing family. Um, man, and you know, we have our ups and downs, no doubt, but for the most part, man, I'm a, such a blessed man to be in the position that I'm in, in, in living this life. But at 40, I never would have thought, I, I didn't even think I'd make it to 40. And I ask myself often, like, where did the time go? Like, I still feel like I'm, like I'm 25 and I act like I'm 18 a lot of the times, <laughs> but this thing called time is so valuable and I've wasted so much of it, I feel like. And it's not to, it's not to beat myself up or live in hindsight or, or, or live in the past or anything like that. But in doing so and wasting a lot of time and wasting a lot of time in my own head and um, wasting a lot of time in my 20s just trying to figure things out and making a, a lot of mistakes in that time, um, one of the things that it's done for me now at 40 is it's made me value time. It's made me see how important time is and and how um uh man what's the word i'm looking for it's invaluable you can put no monetary number on time because we never get it back like i can make more money i can get you know another place to live if i need to i can get another car eventually i can get another job you know but i can't get this time back with my family with my friends each day each moment because there's, you know, there's a few things that are certain in life. That old saying, they say, death and taxes. <laughs> Man, I'm 40 saying that one. That's for damn sure. But it's certain, you know, death is certain. And I know some people don't like to talk about that. I bring it up often, not because I'm a morbid human being who likes to focus on death, but I like to focus on death because it helps me focus on living. It helps me focus on the fact that everything is impermanent and everything changes. And so I want to live each moment, each day to the fullest with the best possible attitude and the best possible experience for myself that runs outward to my family, to my friends and to the world. And man, it's so here, here's what I'm getting at with this song. Time marches on So kind of, kind of bring it back here. I wanted to go through some of the lyrics here real, real quick and just go over and you know, this, this particular family, okay. It might, you might not relate exactly to it or exactly some of the things that have gone on, but I want you to listen to this. I wish I could play it. I just don't, I don't know. Sometimes it's weird with playing stuff on Spotify and recording it on a podcast and stuff. I don't even want to deal with any of that. So I'm just going to read it. But if you want to listen to it, it's called Time Marches On. It's by Tracy Lawrence. I'll put a link to Spotify in the show notes here too. So if you have Spotify, you can just click on it. Or if you don't, you can look it up. But I'd suggest listening to it. Just check it out. Even if you don't like country, put that aside and just listen to the words. Listen to the story here. And it starts out, says, sister cries out from her baby's bed, from her baby bed. Brother runs in, feathers on his head. Mama's in her room learning how to sew. Daddy's drinking beer, listening to the radio. Hank Williams sings, Kaliga and dear John and time marches on. I'm going to sing it now. Time marches on. <laughs> I love it, but I get choked up at the same time. It's weird, man. So that's the first verse. So basically they're taking you back to when the, when the kids were young. Okay. Brother, sister, mom, and dad. All right. The kids are young. The next verse sisters using rogue and clear complexion. Soap brothers wearing beads and he smokes a lot of dope. Mama's depressed, barely makes a sound. Daddy's got a girlfriend in another town. Bob Dylan sings like Rolling Stone. 
And time marches on. Time marches on. Man, time's marching on. It's just rolling. It's rolling. They were babies. And then they're teenagers all of a sudden, right? Man, I don't know why this gets me so... I don't know why it makes me feel, man. I talk a lot about this on the podcast, how I struggle with feeling. So I block a lot of this stuff out. So I don't like to feel, but time is important. And it's important that we stay in the moment in this because we never get experiences back, you know? And I think it's maybe partly to do with my kids too. And just the times we've experienced and growing up, you know, they're getting older. I know we have friends, you know, one of, one of our friends, great family friends, their daughter, you know, is about to go off to college. I remember when she was just, Man, she was just a baby, you know, and this stuff just flies by every moment. And, and, and what is it all for, right? It's to enjoy the experience and to spread the love outward, period. That's it. Forget about all the bullshit going on in your head, in the media, in the world. We have a spirit that's strong, connected to God, and it's designed to serve others and to help others and to express love and peace as human beings, period. That's not some crunchy ass hippie shit either. You know, no, no disrespect to the hippies out there. If you, I mean, I love the hippies. I love them all. I have a well-rounded, versed outlook, I feel like, of everything. Everyone's welcome. You know, we're trying to all do this together. And I think when we all come together in this as human beings and stop letting um, uh, specific things divide us, you know, whether that's through social media, media, whatever it is, the world, people, places, Man, we're really all one and we're trying to all accomplish the same thing and that's a great life experience because we only get one, right? So let me move on to the third verse. The South moves, so just to recap really quick too, we went through the first verse, they're babies, right? We go through the second verse, they're, they're teenagers now, right? And things have changed since they were babies and now we're going to the third verse. The South moves North, The north moves south. A star is born, a star burns out. It's actually the bridge, I think. The only thing that stays the same, listen to this line here, the only thing that stays the same is whoever is mowing their lawn or running their thing. I hate when that happens. The only thing that stays the same is everything changes. Everything changes. One more time, don't want to beat a dead horse. I hate that saying. Don't even know why I said it, but I said it. The only thing that stays the same is everything changes. And there's a guy, of course, right now who decided to edge his lawn right now across the street. And I can hear his edger, whatever trimmer, whatever it is. And uh, so if you hear that, that's what it is. We're, We're living live here. You know, that's how we do it. So going into the third verse from the bridge. Sister calls herself a grandma. Brother's on a diet for high cholesterol. Mama's out of touch with reality. Daddy's in the ground beneath the maple tree. As the angels sing an old Hank Williams song, time marches on. Time marches on. So man, they're old now. The dad is gone. He's in the ground beneath the maple tree. Mama's still alive but she's old she's losing losing touch with reality you know and and we go through these chapters in life and i'm going to get to that and there's a reason i'm telling we're talking about this song and these kind of breaking down these verses because it ties in with tucking my daughter into bed last night in a conversation we had that i'm going to share with you in just a minute but time marches on 
time marches on no matter what it keeps moving it doesn't stop and we have to enjoy the moment we have to enjoy the day we have so much to be grateful for even if we don't think we have things to be grateful for i promise you we do and we can be at ease with ourselves just the way we are when we can find that so i was tucking lucy in last night okay and lucy is my 11 year old and uh you know we we, we do this every night with my son, my daughter. We tuck in, we, we pray, we pray about their dreams. Cat, just about my dreams, just about my dreams. So we'll pray just about his dreams. Hope you have great dreams, buddy. Surfing and baseball. And we go down the whole list of everything and he gets really excited. And then we say amen. And then we, we get a good night's sleep, hopefully. Um, and uh, so last night I went into Lucy's room to, to talk to her and just, you know, tuck her in and pray a little bit and wish her good night. And we started talking a little bit, man, I swear we have some of the best conversations with our kids at nighttime. You know, and I remember my buddy, Pastor Tim Nally talking about this. He, he, you know, he, this really always stuck with me what he said. He said, man, that was just the, the most, the perfect time to sit with my, my girls. He had daughters, has daughters. And, uh, you know, when they were little and, and as they grew up too, and, and just talk and have a conversation and pray a little bit and connect and take that time, whether it's five minutes or 30 minutes, you know, just to, just to be at ease and enjoy the time, you know? And so that's always stuck with me. And so that's, it's such an important thing for Jess and I to do every night, no matter how, sometimes it's a little, you know, a little more sped up than usual, depending on how tired we are, but we always do it. And last night we were in there. And so I was talking to Lou a little bit about some softball stuff and just how her day went. And I mentioned that we're headed to Newport in a couple weeks. So we're, we're actually, uh, we're, we're heading out with uh, some family friends and we got a little house down by the beach and we're going to take a couple days for spring break and just go hang out, go surf a little bit, enjoy, enjoy some sun, enjoy the beach, um, man, and just have a good time and relax. And um, as many of you know, if you've listened to the show for a while, last year, we took some time and we were actually down in Southern California for most of the year. I was kind of back and forth for work, but for the most part, the kids, Jess, and you know, we, we were, they were definitely down there. I was down there often too. And man, we had an amazing time. We met some great friends. We, we surfed, we explored, met some great people. We had so much fun. Like it was amazing time. And eventually, you know, some things happened and, and we ended up having to come back up North and, uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a new chapter. Right. And, um, so I said, yeah, you know, Lou, we're, we're going back down, you know, and, and Lou had a really hard time coming back from down there. Actually, everybody in the family did, especially the kids in Jess. I'm a little more like, just keep focused on what we got to do. And so it took me a minute to kind of sit in and go, man, I really miss it down there, which I do, you know, but I'm not down there right now. I'm here. And so that's how I need to, you know, put my energy and focus in. But so we go, we, we get there and, uh, or we're sitting there talking and, um, and I said, yeah, you know, are you excited to go down in a couple of weeks? And, and she said, well, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And I said, well, what's wrong? She said, nothing. I said, no, it's, it's cool, babe. I mean, that's what this is about. We're talking like, what's wrong. You don't want to go or what, like, what are you thinking? Are you, do you, are you, aren't you excited? And she said, yeah, well, I'm excited dad, but it's not going to be the same. And I said, nah, you're right. You're right. It's not going to be the same. And I also said, it will never be the same. Because that time in our lives when we were there, when we were 
you know, down for that almost year period is a one-time chapter of our lives and we'll never get that back. Life is a book of chapters. It's kind of the way that we started to look at it. And we started to have this conversation and talk about this a little bit. You know, that time in our lives when we were down living by the beach, hanging out as a family, um, it was a very special time. And it was a time that eventually changed because eventually we moved back up here. So it was a chapter of our lives that we left down there. We'll never get it back or we'll never recreate it. But we can have new experiences in new places or in old places or with new friends or with old friends. Regardless, time continues to move on. Time keeps ticking, as they would say. There's seasons of life, and each season is a chapter that makes up our own book of life. It's kind of what I was trying to express to my daughter last night. So it was like, hey, yes, I know that we're going down in a couple of weeks to hang out. We're only going to be there for you know a little less than a week. We're going to do some of the same things that we did last year when we were there. We're going to, we're going to visit some of the same places. But no, it's not going to be exactly the same as it was, partly because we're obviously coming back home. We don't live down there anymore. But number two, because you can't recreate something. It's gone. That experience is gone, and it's not a bad thing. Everything changes. It's an opportunity to recognize when we're in these moments in life, when we're really enjoying something or when we're really going through something, when no matter where we're at, we're high, we're on a peak, we're low, we're in a valley, everything's impermanent. That high is going to change eventually. That low is going to change eventually. That season is going to change eventually. So most people, I feel like, would refuse to recognize this because we don't, as natural, as human beings, we naturally don't want to change. We want, we want things to say exactly, if they're perfect, we want them to stay perfect. We want them to stay the same. And that's a hard thing to grasp or to come to terms with that, hey, this isn't forever, you know? And so for me, what that does, and this is what I was trying to explain to Lucy, is that it's not a bad thing. It's an opportunity to recognize the moments of life and how, how beautiful they are and how impermanent they are. And it reminds us to live in those moments and really enjoy them and not stress on the small shit asking ourselves, is it really that big of a deal? What I'm focused on, I'm having a bad day today and this went didn't go my way or that happened or this didn't work out the way I expected it to, whatever the case may be for you. And I get it. Sometimes we deal with very serious things. So it's a little bit harder. You know, but at the end of the day, we should be able to look at things and recognize them as times in our lives and really try to be in those moments the best we can to live in them and enjoy them with our family, with our friends. And that's exactly what we did when we when we lived down in Huntington last year is we enjoyed the, man, we enjoyed it so much. Met some amazing people, had some great experiences. Before we went down there, we said to ourselves, hey, whatever happens, we didn't know what was gonna happen. We talked about moving out of state. We talked about staying down there. I mean, there was all kinds of different things. and eventually, you know, our, our path led us back to, to NorCal. But at the end of the day, 
even before we left, we said, whatever we do, we're going to create some amazing memories and we're going to have a great experience with our family. And that's exactly what we did, even though it didn't last forever. You know, as like who and who knows what tomorrow holds? Who knows if we end up back down there in a year or five years or 10 years? Who knows if, you know, who's who knows if we're lucky enough to wake up tomorrow? And that's just the mentality I have. It's and I always feel like I need to reinforce the fact it's not that I maybe it's because Jess because I Jess and I have conversations about this stuff and I I say things like this and she goes oh you you're always focused on death and I said man it's not death like there's life in 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 looking at death for me that's how I live because I know that it will change one day I know there will be a time when it's over and so. I want to live every single day to the fullest extent, to the best of my ability. And I want to enjoy it. I want my kids to enjoy it. I want my wife to enjoy it. I want my family, my friends to enjoy it. I want the people that I get to help and serve see that there's something special about just being able to wake up every day and say, man, what a great day. Even when we're going through shit, we can still find a way to do that if we have that mindset. If we understand that time doesn't stop, time marches on, it keeps going. There's seasons of life. Each chapter is its own chapter that makes up our own book of life. That's all we really have is right now. That's all we really have. So in the end, in the conversation with Lucy, I really think, you know, and it's tough talking to an 11 year old sometimes, you know, as a, as a parent, as a dad, like there's no book on how to do this. We're just trying to do the best we can but I feel like she somewhat understood what I was getting at, you know, and understood the fact that we're not going to recreate that experience. It's gone, but we have amazing memories to honor it and to remember it by. And even though we're going back down for a quick little vacation, no, it's not going to be exactly the same, but there's opportunities to have new experiences in the place now and remember some of the old ones while we're down there. So if you're struggling with something like that right now, trying to move on from maybe it's like a job, a relationship, something you used to do, something that, um, you know, you went through a time and you wish that it was that way again. Well, it's not. And it's not ever going to be that way again unless you got a time machine. <laughs> I mean, that'd be kind of cool, right? Who knows? Maybe they do have a time machine. I don't know. I know I don't have one. I know to me that is not possible as far as, you know, to my knowledge at this point. So why am I going to live in agony and um, and in suffering because I'm wishing and and hoping and remembering and thinking and focusing on that it should be like this, it should be like that, when in fact it's not, and it never will be again. Right here, it's like this, and I'm going to sit in that. So, man, you know, and so when I heard the song today, it's kind of what prompted the podcast. It kind of goes together. It's funny how God lines things up like that. Um, I want to share with you real quick before we wrap up three ways to stay in the moment. So if we're struggling with something, if we're going through something and, um, you know, it's you're kind of you're future tripping, you're tripping on the past, you're having a hard time with acceptance, you don't really know what to do. Um, there's three things that I do often. Um, and actually, you know what, I'm going to add. I'm going to add a bonus one in here too. So we'll do three plus a bonus because I just thought of one right now. 
Um, the first one, and I've shared this many times before, first heard this from my buddy Seth when I first quit drinking. And uh, if you feel lost, if you feel anxiety, if you're future tripping, um, if you don't know uh, what's going on and you're just, you know, you're just feeling confused, look at your feet because God's got you right where you're supposed to be. And that'll help reground you. It helps reground me and set my mind when I look at my feet. Hey, I'm right here right now. And it helps to put me in the moment and remember to be in the moment because I truly believe that being in the moment is the secret. And it's a practice. It's a difficult thing to do 24-7. But the more we focus on it, the more we practice it, the better we get at it. Being in the moment, focusing on right now. And one of the best ways is to look at your feet. So that's the first one. The second one, and you might say this is a simple one, but it works. We pause and we breathe. We pause and we breathe. So if your mind's racing, it's going crazy, you know, I was trying to figure it out, or I don't know this, I don't know that, I got this to do, and I've had a lot of that this week. It's been a really, really busy week. I've had to step back and just pause and take a breath. And you can see how that helps reset. I feel relaxed right now just in doing that. So look at your feet, pause, take a breath. And then the third one, recognize the moment and show gratitude in it. So recognize the moment and show gratitude in it. And so I'll give you a quick example of this. Um, I was at practice um, you know, at my son's team um, and I was hitting infield. And man, I just wanna say too, it's been so great to this experience to coach, to manage, um, to be able to learn how to work together with other men and other parents in like a in a in a setting like that. Cause it's not easy with seven and eight year old kids. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of organization and and working together. And like our, I was talking to one of one of the um one of the uh dads uh after practice yesterday, just solid dude. And um we're getting to know each other a little bit. And uh, you know, we were both saying that like, man, how it's it's feeling kind of like it's gelling together a little bit you know, and we're learning together and we're growing and we're getting better together. And so during practice yesterday, as I'm hitting infield, actually, and this is even before I had the, that him and I had the conversation after practice, I was able to recognize that in the moment there was a, you know, cause there's a lot going on. You're hitting infield, you're trying to teach and, and watch and learn and all the stuff together. And I, I paused for just a split second before I went to hit the ball. And I thought, how awesome it was and how grateful I was to get the opportunity to be in this moment to hit ground balls to these kids and fly balls to these kids on our team and and to um, you know be a leader out there and to help out and to work with other parents and uh, you know create friendships and um, just it, there was just this overwhelming sense of gratitude and it was quick you know it was quick but it grounded me right in that moment and it helped me just to feel such a calm and such a peace and such a sense of gratitude that I was experiencing that right now in that moment and nothing else mattered. And trust me, there's a lot of other stuff going on that I'm not even talking about. You know, not, it's not necessarily bad stuff either. It's just, a, it's just a lot. It's life, life shit, <laughs> you know, but cancel it all out and focus on that moment in whatever it is that you're doing. Like I'm going to get to play some golf um, later this week. I'm going to get off work early. 
I got a, a tea time set up for the afternoon and I'm going to play golf for four and a half hours. And guess what? I'm going to be focused on golf. I'm going to be in the moment and enjoying myself that full time, no distractions, hanging out with some buddies, playing some golf. So whatever it is that you do or whatever it is you're at or whatever it is that you're doing in the moment, try to pause, try to look at your feet, try to recognize and show gratitude in that moment. And I promise you, it's going to help you and it's going to reset your mind. And then here's the bonus one. And then we're going to wrap up the serenity prayer. If you get lost, if you're feeling um, anxiety, uh, you're scared, you're feeling fear, um, even if you're, if you're angry, you're dealing with something that you don't know how to deal with, you're frustrated, use the serenity prayer. It's one of the most valuable, simple tools you could possibly use. And I learned it in the first week that I quit drinking. And uh, the serenity prayer goes like this, and we'll end, end today with the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I hope something spoke to you today. Share the podcast with a friend. If you're tired of drinking, head over to quitdrinkingdude.com. Check out our 30-day challenge. Connect us on Instagram at that sober guy podcast. You can get everything at that sober Love you guys. Thanks for supporting the show. Peace, love, and respect, and keep your blood clean. You're my-